Welcome to Just a Sip Podcast. Uh, this is a craft beer podcast, and today is a special. We're at Side Door Brewing Company in Port St. Lucie. And uh, <laughs> what's your name? Actually, <laughs> I'm so didn't sorry. Do that part. I didn't even do that part. Nope, uh, my name's Dwayne Bucall. Dwayne, yep. Dwayne, Dwayne Giovanni. Very nice to meet Good you. Good to meet you. You're very nice, and you're allowed me to interview you a little bit about your company. Again, I was talking to him a little earlier that I was actually here about six months ago. Tried a bunch of delicious beers, but uh, maybe let me ask you: What are some of your uh, passion for beer? Like, what, what's what's your favorite kind of style of beer? Wow, um, there's not really any favorite style. No. Um, I know that's but, always a hard question for a lot of real beer drinkers. You know, you like everything. Depends on your mood, what you feel like at the time. So we're here. We're it's basically kind of a beach town. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, say you're going out in the water. What's the style of beer that you're gonna go for? We have a uh, key lime hefeweizen that's very popular, especially in the endless summer. Yeah. Um, the beer I've been focusing on the most is our American hefeweizen. So it's a the key lime is a an infused fresh Florida key limes mm-hmm. in that hefeweizen. Very nice. So that does really well. Um, the other favorite beer I work on is a porter. So it's two two extremes. Yeah. Um, but it's. It's a it's a toss up right now. Which ones are most popular, the porter or the hefeweizen? Okay, so you you are very into the style of the porters. Obviously, now you're the head brewer here. Yes. So you're gonna like <laughs> you're obviously gonna like everything, but uh, <laughs> not always. Sometimes you know if you're a good brewer, you brew even what you don't like. Yeah. So what, maybe I can ask you this: not necessarily one of your beers that you have on tap, but what is your least favorite style? I can ask you that. What do you what do you Man, see you not drinking question. the most of? Um, probably uh, Bavarian beers. Okay. Which is, you know, a lot of uh, distributors and people have asked if I was to brew a different style, what would I brew? Uh huh. And that's yeah, where yeah. I would be go. I'd go to the Bavarian styles. Try and probably it. because I because I'm not a big fan, I'd want to yeah. see if I could make an effort. Something that you like. To make it something I would yeah, like yeah, and drink. Exactly. Now, uh, how long have you been here in this location? We opened here on December 5th, 2015. Okay, so, so fairly new. History buffs will realize December 5th was repeal day. Really? So we opened okay. on the same day re- uh, that Prohibition was repealed. Oh, it's a great day to open. Yeah, here. that is. That's, that's awesome. That's very nice. <laughs> now, um, you have a beer in your hand. What do you have right now? This is uh, mango salsa. Mango so it's a it's a jalapeno infused and mango fresh mango infused American hefeweizen. Okay. This particular one also has a very healthy helping of habaneros in it. Yeah, you were telling me so, how yeah. many uh, peppers did you put in this thing? In this particular batch, we have uh, five. In in this five gallon keg, we have five jalapenos and twelve habaneros. So it's hot. It's pretty <laughs> it's warm. It's pretty warm. <laughs> but it's good. It's got a great. It's got a great sharp flavor to it. It's uh-huh. it's really good. That's awesome. 
Now, uh, I've seen that you have, you've had a few different hot beers before. Is that, uh, is there a particular reason for that? Is just that something that, you, that you're interested in that you like? I first had my first pepper beer. It was a, a beer that Cigar City did at a brew fest here about four years ago. And um, I've been doing a mango Hefeweizen for a while. But I like mango salsa, so it just made a good sense to yeah. me to spice it up a bit. To make it something different. Yeah, because I, I really haven't been anywhere that has those two kind of flavor profiles together. Um, <laughs> you either have your mango or your uh, more fruity beers, and then you have your, obviously, your hot beers. But um, everything I've tried so far, I mean, this is no smoke <laughs> being blown, but it, it, it is something that I, I really do like. Cool. Uh, I'm not a huge fan, like I was saying before, of uh, very fruity beers. I know my listeners know that, but uh, I think a while back I had the key lime, and that one was delicious. And, you know, it's very subtle. It's not something that just kind of, uh, or not maybe not subtle, but it's not a lasting flavor. You know, something that has it stays in your tongue too long. Well, we, we, don't, we don't use artificial flavors on anything. See, that, and that's probably why it is. You know, a lot of people, they just throw something in that's not real. And so you get a chemical reaction, basically, and it kind of ruins your palate for a lot of things. Absolutely. And uh, it's nice to see that a lot of people are using real things instead of just trying artificial. Because, obviously, it's just going to make everything better. Well, we have that luxury. We are your quintessential craft yeah. brewery. Mm-hmm. There's not one piece of equipment back in our brewery that's automated really so everything's by hand it's a lot of work Um, we're a fairly small system Um, three barrel kettles seven barrel fermenters and a 15 barrel fermenter now is that something you wanted to do coming going into this you know you knew that you wanted to be really craft and have everything by hand or is it something that you're working up to to get into some automated things as any brewery as they grow You, you just can't you can't avoid it I need the larger batches and the manpower required to do those sides of batches you've got to have some automation um, but certain things automation is good for but because we're the size we are we can use whole fruit um, we, we're hands on with everything so some of the issues that you are up against with the larger automated batches we don't have to deal with those so it it's fortunate to be where we are now. Yeah. But as we grow, you know, maybe we can keep that system on to the side, and and yeah. if we're in large distribution, do something else with more automated equipment. I've definitely seen a lot of breweries uh, get to do a brew tour, and you see all their automated systems, you see all the big, uh, big machines that they got. But then they always have some specialty beer in the corner that they're doing by hand, and it's usually their favorite. And it's unfortunately not something that they can most of the time put on because. Usually, all of their hands get on it. You know, <laughs> everyone that works at the brewery wants Takes to some get some, home. Yep. and there's nothing left for the public. <laughs> but uh, it is nice to see that we can come here and get something off of the tap that is that small and that craft. And I think uh, it's something that we won't see a whole lot of coming into the game because there's so much competition now. Uh, but what do you think of Florida in general? Are you from Florida? Um, not originally, but I've, I've been here 15 years. Okay. And I know that Florida is totally different the way that they brew their beer. You know, say from up north in uh, Michigan, where I'm from, you know, a lot of beers are going to be going more citrusy, uh, more of that type of flavor. Uh, is that something that you think of when you're here? 
Oh, no, I don't. I don't pigeonhole any brewery. Um, I moved here from Portland, Oregon, so a lot of the techniques and flavors and stuff that uh, that I learned from from brewers back there 20 years ago, still applying it's now. still applying here. So to say, I mean, it's it, and there's always new techniques. Somebody, there's you're, if you're not learning in the in this industry, then you're just not applying yourself. There's always something that you can can do to figure out to do something different. Yeah. And that's what makes it interesting. Um, it's a creative outlet for me. So to be able to, you know, to have to pigeonhole a whole area into a certain specific style of beer, yeah. I think would be a mistake. Because, yeah. um, like I said, I like all, all different styles of beer myself. Uh, and uh, me being from Michigan, I love like, Founders and Bells and those kind of areas. But I remember moving here to Florida in the beginning, you couldn't find stuff like that like what they made over there. But I am seeing that it is blowing up here. We are getting so many more breweries in Florida. So I think a lot of people who are just now getting into craft or maybe have been into craft for a long time, now they're getting to see that pushover from everything else so we can enjoy things from all over. Exactly. And and that uh, that type of flavor, which I'm very excited for. And uh, we're seeing a lot more uh, craft beer events where a lot of breweries are getting in this area, and I think brews are learning from each other. And, oh, absolutely. Uh, there's a lot of collaborations now, so I think it's something great for the craft beer uh, industry and the scene. But it is, again, like I said, it's amazing to see what you guys have done here for being so craft and so hands-on. It's nice that uh, it's, it's very, it comes from the very origin of craft, which is home brewing. So that's that's lovely to see. We are a large home brewery. Yeah, and that's amazing. <laughs> and I know a lot of people now are getting into uh, home brewing themselves. So I would definitely recommend for everyone to stop by, check out what you got here going on. And uh, I know you guys are very friendly. You guys are willing to talk to anybody who comes in. I think May seventh is National Homebrew Day. May seventh. I believe so. So uh, we'll have a homebrew demonstration out front. Oh, wow, okay. And uh, try to encourage anybody to get... It's a great hobby. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I think I'm going to have to come. I have a friend that uh, me and him are starting our homebrew setup. He started uh, up in upstate New York, and he's going to continue it down here in Florida. So awesome. I'm really excited. And any information that I can get is definitely going to be a better Yeah, heck me. yeah. So anyways, thank you so much for being on the podcast with us. Uh, it was a great time. But again, uh, Port St. Lucie, come here to Side Door Brewing. Definitely get yourself something. Uh, do you have anything in store that you guys you know it's going to be coming out that people can watch out for? Uh, we do. Um, we have a special release of our uh, whiskey barrel aged old style mm. English ales. See, I'm um, a big fan of the aged whiskey barrels. Uh, those before, kind of before you take off, we'll get a thief out and we'll okay. sample some of those. Sounds good. Uh, our first bottled um, release is going to be December this December 5th on our second anniversary oh very nice congratulations um, we're not going to really tell what that is yet okay. until it actually happens right. we're brewing that in June so it will be somewhat aged um, I'm assuming it will be at this point it will be a barrel aged product so watch for that nice contender for a lot of things going on well that's great again thank you so much no problem man thanks you next time.